Welcome to Panda Expressed, a podcast created for you to feel more inspired and connected to Panda. I'm your host, Andrea Chern, Chief Marketing Officer, and I sit down today with your co-founder and Chief Inspiration Officer, Andrew Chern, to chat about his life, his passions, and all things Panda. Enjoy. Welcome back, Andrew, to Panda Expressed. Very nice to be back. We are going to start this episode of Panda Expressed as we've started most episodes with a lightning round of questions. Are you ready? Yes. Do you prefer Teams video or FaceTime? Well, I use both of them. And when I use Teams, is for more people and also some presentation that you could share with the other people. And FaceTime generally is with one-on-one or with someone specific. Bored or busy? I am definitely prefer to be busy and I prefer to be active and I prefer to do more than less. Inside or outside? Mm, outside, definitely. Why outside? Well, an example would be if I walk, I much prefer walking outside than on a treadmill. I think one of the things during the pandemic I probably missed the most is going out and seeing others. And I think when you meet other people, seeing other people, that actually generate a lot of interactions and also gives you some ideas about what's going on, what should I be doing, what should I be watching out for, and so forth and so on. So I think there are a lot of benefits that I miss from not seeing people. What's your favorite way to start the day? We actually reach 100 pretty early during the day. So getting up in the morning, I have been actually doing the Loktong Kun almost every day. So the way I go about it is getting up in the morning, I usually have a cup of ginger tea and let it settle a little bit, then go right to Lotong Kun. And afterwards, then I rest a few minutes, then have my breakfast. That I think is the best way to start the day. And can you describe the exercise that you do every morning, the Loktong Kun? It is about 45 minutes or so. And it consists of about 36 exercises, mostly stretches. And I think you can download it very easily from uh, YouTube. It is spelled L-I-U-T-O-N-G-Q-U-A-N, Lotongkun. And the great thing about this exercise, you can do it standing up. So you can follow what's going on. And it works on your arms, your body, your legs, and all kinds of different stretches. And it has been very, very helpful to me. As you know that I had an injury with my arm. I had trouble raising my hand. Now I'm much, much, much better. We are glad to hear that you have recovered. And what a great way to start the morning with a ginger drink and exercise. What's one thing, Andrew, that you're thankful for this year so far? I think this has been a very difficult year. 
I am extremely grateful that we're actually doing okay. You know, we had a sort of very tough setback in the very beginning of pandemic, and our people are safe. We have few cases, and our business has rebounded pretty well. The family members are doing well, so there's a lot to be grateful for. And as you think about the idea of quickly adapting and quickly learning, and you think about this pandemic time period, what have you learned during this time? I've learned there's always different ways that is available for us to live a normal life. An example is today doing podcasts. Everybody is their home.、Uh, if I didn't tell you this, is probably. Very seamless, and you can't even tell. So technology has been wonderful. Our business model has worked out much better than I could ever expected. And also, I learned how to use time for different things. I still think I could do more. And you know, I'm taking golf lessons. I'm listening to my books. And try to really make the best of what we have. So, Andrew, it also seems that as you've been adapting to the pandemic, you've been taking advantage of technology. How do you think that we, as a company, also need to adapt in this time period? Well, we are adapting. Our drive-through has been a big help to our guests, and our street stores without drive-through. Has been set up as a drive-through, so people can drive by, and that we can get our food ready if they order from app. Even the drive-through stores, they are making the dining room as an additional line, so you could actually order online and deliver the food to your car for you without you lining up on the drive-through. And these are wonderful changes that really help our guests. And in your opinion, has Panda ever faced a challenge as great as this pandemic? Oh, absolutely not. There's none, and I hope never again. And what do you think is most challenging about this pandemic, Andrew? There is no end in sight for now. You know, we are all waiting for vaccine, and we also know the reliability of vaccine. It's a massive problem. The problem is that this pandemic, this virus, is so contagious and so easy to spread and so hard to control. And it takes all of us working together and above and beyond to make small progress. I think everybody in this world, in one way or another, is affected by this. Everybody. You're not alone, and you know we need to keep our head up. We need to be vigilant about being safe. Wear your mask, watch where you're going, and protect yourself, because that's the only way we're going to get out this safely. As long as we are healthy, we can build a better future tomorrow. As long as we are okay physically. We can actually win back our freedom, and it's not over. And I believe 
this coming flu season is going to be a challenge. So everybody needs to be careful and stay safe. And Andrew, as we look towards more months of this pandemic, what advice would you have for our associates as to how to best move forward? Well, Charles Darwin talked about it's not the strongest that survives. It is the ones that changes the fastest. So I actually think this is a great subject that we at Panda needs to share with each other. And I have a problem. I need to know why I have the problem. Not everybody have your problem. Not everybody are stuck. And so when we share our issues with everyone, there's an answer. I think our ability to solve problem equal to how good our life can be. So if I don't know how to solve problem, I could at least learn to frame my questions. How? How are you doing it? Then go out and talk to other people, have a conversation. I think solving problem comes from your ability to engage the difficulty that you have with other people and share that concern, share your thoughts, share your worry with other people. And I often think people try to figure out something by themselves. Well, you can't. You need coaching. You need other people's help, right? For example, if I don't know how to do certain things, well, there's YouTube. You could always find answers from there. There's always a way to get to an answer. And don't get stuck by yourself. Look for help and communicate. Over-communicate is great. Get connected. Have good friends that you can talk with. And the more you do that, the more ideas you come through and less problem you have because you could actually solve little problem first so it doesn't become a big issue. At Panda, we talk about this idea of having a robust conversation first. Having a robust conversation is about problem solving, is about sharing ideas, is about sharing thoughts. So as the leader, being directive is not the best way. You know, your way is not the only way. There are many ways to solve problems. Some things I do that are pretty good, but there's always a better way. There's always a different thoughts. So minimally, when we have robust conversation among all of our people, this becomes a much more free idea exchange community so that people are willing to share. They're not afraid to share. They're not afraid to avoid looking back. That is a wonderful model as a company that when people can ask questions and not worry about looking dumb, and they could actually exchange ideas freely. Wow, can you imagine that? How many good things can come from that, right? Absolutely. And Andrew, some would say that, well, it's a crisis. So in a time of crisis as a leader, I should be giving direction 
People are looking to me for answers. I'm not supposed to be asking questions. How would you respond to that type of thinking? I think that whether during crisis or not, our leader's job is actually to facilitate other people to come up with ideas. You know, part of the getting things done is that if I tell you what to do, the execution may not be there because it's not your idea. It is not my idea. I don't believe in that. How does that execution work? So when people can actually have a robust conversation and they get to understand the pros and cons, once they commit to that idea, the idea will be able to get done much easier because the idea that you have decided you might face oppositions in execution. When that comes, now you know how to deal with it. You know how to explain it. When people say, well, I don't like this. Well, you know what? You know, we talked about that before, and this is why we got to this answer. Can you see that? So it's much more democratic. You know what I mean? And it's much more thought-provoking, and people can learn from this way of life. Exchange your ideas rather than directively giving your ideas. It's a beautiful reminder that whether or not we are in crisis, our job is to be people leaders. And the power of a question versus a directive is that it allows your people to actually figure out the answer and be the leader in their own lives. Thank you so much, Andrew, for that reminder. Andrew, in the spirit of robust conversation and the exchange of ideas and asking questions, Top of mind for many of associates may just be the question of, are we going to be okay as a company? What should we be expecting for the balance of the year? And what will the future look like? We're absolutely okay. We're doing great. And I think this is a great time to show our hospitality at a higher level and to go out of our way to delight our guests. And our drive-throughs are doing well just because that we have more businesses and we need to stay humble and give extra, you know, whatever you think give extra is. So our basic model of our business is really doing very, very well and we're thriving. And we are making deals and we're even making some end cap deals without drive-through because I believe something like this, you know, it's once in a while thing. And people still need to eat. And we really provide great value, great service in the ambiance. We're doing many things that I would say as a user of Panda Express. I love it. We are doing everything that we can, giving people a better value, food that's better for you, healthier, less salt, less oil, less sugar and all the things that I would do for myself. So I think Panda is on the right course. So we are doing great. And I'm not satisfied with that. I want more people, more managers to achieve the goal of owning a home and making $100,000 or more. So as you guys working hard, I am trying to figure out 
What can we do in the leadership position to make sure that you have plenty of questions going forward, so that your life is always protected? How do we get there? So Panda is very successful because each one of our associates are better off. So are we doing that, or what am I doing to make that happen? So that is a subject during the pandemic. I'm trying to figure out. I think Chick Fil A is averaging six and a half million dollars a store. We're averaging close to two million dollars a store. Well, with that average, their managers making more money than we are. However, hey, I'm not stopping here. I want to learn from Chick Fil A and learn what they're doing. I want to test out what they're doing, and you know how do we. Help our people so that they can make money easier. They can achieve a highest bonus easier. So there are ways that we can incentivize our people that they can live a better life. Not only from a monetary standpoint, we're very big on learning. I think learning from work is only part of it. The other part of it, you have to improve yourself. Brian Tracy, John Maxwell, Landmark, Toastmaster—anything that you can do to better yourself, to improve yourself personally and professionally—that will help you become a better equipped as a business person, as a leader. That's how we are going to do well together. We all have to work harder on ourselves so that we can apply ourselves better, so we can become a better person, and we can provide better value to everyone that we come in contact with. And it's comforting to remember that every day we are still guided by our mission to inspire better lives. And as you think about. How our business will continue to adapt and change and be better. What do you expect those changes to be? You know, when I look at the business changes, they are sort of evolutional changes. In other words, how do we execute? How do we change some of the recipes? How do we make little changes on a daily basis that will give us a incremental act? But then there are other things that we might need to look at. So during the pandemic, for example, well, there's no dining room in the drive-through. Yet our sales has been actually very, very strong. But do we need a big dining room anymore? Well, can we have a drive-through that is double the speed of what we have now? And can we change that? What do we have to do? Well, the way we Train our people. Is there a better way to get our people to see what we need them to see more quickly? So, what do we have to do with our training program, and how do we get every associates that they're really excited about learning? They want to jump on the、uh, computer and do online learning. How do we do that? I would say change is coming in two ways. At Panda. Our people work hard. They try hard. You know, this is probably applied to most everyone. We work hard. We try hard. 
Well, I think effort is only part of the solution. The other solution has to be a different way that we go about doing things. How different depends on how big the change that it needs. For example, tiger parents generally, they don't know how to do this, but they want their kids to be the best student. So the effort, the force, the push is tremendous. The parents push the kids, even though the parents do not know how to do it themselves, but they certainly know how to push their kids. So that creates a lot of stress. And that result is actually not very good because effort is only part of it. Well, if the kids doesn't know how to do math, you can push them, but it's not likely to change unless you have a different way to show them how to solve the problem. Well, here's an example. A kid in a public school was flunking math. However, the kid got into this charter school and he got to learn how to learn math from the computer. Well, it was a great game for him. And he learned math so quickly, all of a sudden, in a very short time, he went from flunking math to getting a straight A in math. Well, how do you do that? The change is about not only effort. We have to have many different ways of solving that same problem. Just sheer effort is not going to get us there. At Panda, I've seen, for example, people are learning from using iPad. There are many, many tools out there. So how do we find different ways to help our people to get ahead, to get smarter, to get used to being good at math? Because I think part of being good at business, you have to have some good math behind you. You know what I mean? So there are other things that you can do. So everything that you can add to your capability, that will help you become a better business person. And as we close this podcast, are there any final words you'd like to share with our Panda family? I think that all people knows that Peggy and I care very much about everyone out there. And I would say that we appreciate everything that's going on out there, how you're handling this tough situation during this time. And I also get so much appreciation from all of you too, Peggy and I. We hear you. We're doing our best for you, and you're doing your best for our guests. I think the self-satisfaction from doing your job extremely well when your guest is saying thank you is the ultimate acknowledgement, the one that you can take with you. And I believe you're doing that. You're getting that. So keep that up. What a beautiful message, Andrew. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Sean Aker. He says that happiness is the joy of moving towards your potential. And your reminder to all of us is there's a happiness that can't be taken away. There's a happiness and a self-satisfaction if we take each day moving more and more towards our potential, learning, adapting, and changing along the way. 
Thank you so much, Andrew, for joining us today on Panda Expressed. It was a blessing to have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Panda Expressed. We wish you the inspiration and courage to make the best of today. Please share this podcast with all you consider family and visit us every month for more inspiring stories. 